Hi, I'm Matthew from PanicAttackRecovery.com. We're a collaboration of former sufferers who are helping those currently struggling with anxiety, panic attacks, and agoraphobia. However, anyone can benefit from our material. I want to first explain how you can make sure that you are not missing out on any of our content. To get instant access to the five steps to recovery from anxiety, panic attacks, and agoraphobia, please visit our website and simply provide your email address. All of our information is absolutely free. Please visit our website at panicattackrecovery.com. In this new series of podcasts, my goal is to provide you with useful chunks of information, but also recognizing that many of you are very busy and may not have as much time, so I want to be as effective as possible in a shorter period of time. However, I also want to push these out more frequently than in the past, so my aim will be to provide a weekly podcast episode. In this episode, I would like to talk about sedentary behavior and how leading a sedentary lifestyle has been linked with a number of health problems. I was watching an interesting TED Talk the other night, and the speaker was talking about how really sedentary behavior, sitting all the time, has become the new form of smoking. And this made a lot of sense. A search of PubMed is full of references to studies showing a link to sedentary lifestyle and a range of health conditions. In particular, there is research showing a correlation between sedentary behavior and anxiety. For example, one study among 42,469 community-dwelling adults in low- and middle-income countries. The author's conclusions were the following. Anxiety was significantly associated with high sedentary behavior. Yet another study talked about an association between sedentary behaviors, sleep patterns, and body mass index. These are really just a few of the research studies out there indicating sedentary behavior is really a problem for a number of health conditions, for example, diabetes, obesity, heart disease, and many other conditions. Many people in their jobs nowadays are sitting. You're sitting all day long, and the TED Talk that I mentioned earlier talked about the fact that people are really sitting longer, I think an average of nine hours a day, versus sleeping seven hours a day. So sleeping is restorative, but sitting is not restorative, though, for such a long period of time. According to the Mayo Clinic, something as simple as walking can be a natural remedy for anxiety, panic, and depression. Walking can be a great overall mood enhancer and a number of other benefits such as helping the body release endorphins and endorphins can serve as a mood elevator. Another intriguing study I found, researchers analyzed the results of 40 randomized clinical trials involving nearly 3,000 patients with a variety of medical conditions. They found that on average, patients who exercised regularly reported a 20% reduction in anxiety symptoms compared to those who did not exercise. Dr. John Rady MD, who has written a book called Spark, The Revolutionary New Science of Exercise in the Brain, explains how those who exercise, particularly complete sustained aerobic exercise, are more mentally alert and attentive, less fidgety, have longer attention spans, and their ability to sort through information and take it in is increased. Dr. Rady explains the following. Exercise promotes the release of brain chemicals that are very good for you. These chemicals would be things such as hormones, neurochemicals, and growth factors, which Dr. Rady describes as a fertilizer to help our cells function optimally, including brain cells, 
which helps cells adapt and change. Another way that exercise is helpful is that it promotes neurogenesis, which helps the brain grow new brain cells. If you look at all of these findings that I've referenced, one thing is very clear. A sedentary lifestyle is the complete opposite of exercising and healthy behaviors. Sitting all day is not good for you. Now you know that science supports a common sense approach. I would encourage you to go ahead and start working on the messages in this podcast episode. So here are some steps that you can get started with today. If you have a job that requires you to sit for long periods of time, ensure that you take short breaks throughout the day where you get up and stretch and walk around. If you can go for a brisk walk for a minute or two even, go for it. Set an alarm or reminder to ensure that you get up for a quick exercise break and recognize that you will resist doing this because you will be caught up in your work. You have to form a new habit of getting up. This is because your brain has ingrained the habit of sitting all day until you finish a task. However, if you want more information on the neurology of poor habits, please listen to our previous podcast episode entitled Using Neurology to Help Anxiety and Panic. In addition to taking brief exercise breaks throughout the day, try to exercise every day. Whenever possible, try to use a standing desk. I use a standing desk in my home office, and I find it is a great way to get out of the habit of sitting. I also pop on and off the treadmill when I'm working from home, and that gets my pulse rate going for five minutes at a time. Provide yourself with some variety in your tasks during the day. Often we can become focused on one thing and almost feel stale throughout the day, but by mixing it up a little, we're a little refreshed and more open to taking breaks throughout the day. It's almost like this habit has become so ingrained, we focus on one thing all day, we don't get up from our desk, but by having some variety in our tasks throughout the day where feasible, we're often more open to transitions and getting up and going for an exercise break and just breaking that whole stale feeling. Consider looking at some pictures of nature or pictures of family or loved ones that make you feel good throughout the day to again lift your spirits. This helps break that sedentary feeling that I've mentioned of blah. Listen to music if possible. Take some music breaks to lift your spirits throughout the day. There is great power in music. For more information about the power of music for anxiety, please watch our video on music for anxiety or go to our website where you will see this article. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. If so, we would like to ask you to complete a review of our podcast on iTunes. This won't take long at all. This will help spread the word about panic attack recovery and more importantly, ensure that we can help as many people as possible. You can be a part of this process. We thank you for your support. And to show our thanks, we would like to share the five steps to recovery from anxiety, panic attacks, and agoraphobia with you. Please visit our website and simply provide your email address. All of our information is absolutely free. And remember, anyone can benefit from our information. Please visit our website at panicattackrecovery.com. All information presented in these podcasts is provided for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for a psychologist, psychiatrist, or other healthcare provider's consultation. Please consult a psychologist, psychiatrist, or appropriate healthcare provider about the applicability of any opinions or recommendations with respect to your own panic attacks, anxiety or agoraphobia, or any other symptom or condition.